1: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: Hey everyone, Chris Platy here. Real quick, before we start the podcast, I just wanted to speak on some issues that happened with my mic. Uh, it was the first time recording at Nick Heal's studio where he has a three mic setup. And so I guess my mic just wasn't functioning throughout the recording process. We were recording under a severe time crunch. And so unfortunately my mic isn't isn't working, but you can still hear me fine. Um it just sounds like it just sounds like I'm in the background more more or less than in the conversation, but uh you can still hear me and I spent hours editing this trying to fix it the best I could, but ultimately there was nothing I could do because the mic just wasn't functioning. So I apologize for that. But I still wanted to put this up there because it's still a phenomenal podcast. It's one of my favorite I've ever done. Um, the recording turned out great. The content is great on this podcast other than the slight error in my in my mic setup. But you know, you live and you learn Some, sometimes things happen like that. So again, I apologize for, the lack of quality on this on this podcast but i believe that the content is very strong and that this is still a great podcast so without further ado i'm going to throw it into the ad and let's get the podcast started do you need new clothes if you're like me then you certainly do anti forever usa is where you need to be to get those clothes they got everything from hats and beanies to t-shirts and long sleeves to hoodies and windbreakers with more clothing coming soon strictly hip hop and strictly hoop talk listeners Get 10% off using the promo code PLATTY. That's capital P or case L-A-T-T-E. The link is in the description of the podcast shop Anti-Forever USA today. Everyone and Welcome back to another episode of Strictly Hip Hop, a local artist episode, and in a new studio today, Nick heal studio, I'm joined by Chris Adams and Nick Heal. Guys, how you doing?
0: What up, what up? I'm fucking feeling great today, dude. Feeling Swag. Great, feeling up. great.
2: Now, if you'll remember, the last time I had these two on a podcast was to talk about Nick's project, Somewhere in the Valley. And now we are here to talk about Chris's debut mixtape, The Internet, and Chris... You are not the first rapper in your family. I know <laughs> the first to uh you are the first to actually release a tape. Shout out John Adams. Yeah, shout out John Adams. Shout don't cough on me, call where me. is it? Yeah, don't cough on me, where is it? Volume one. No, but uh you got you got a great like music you got a great musical background. Tell me so, tell us some something about your musical background, like as your family.
0: Well, like you know, when I was little I came up on uh a lot of classic rock. My dad had me on a whole bunch of stuff: Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, and all that shit. And like, so like up until, probably up until like about tenth grade, I was, per, or not tenth grade. I mean, up to when I was like ten, that that was like all I listened to. But I do remember when I was in um, elementary school, the first rap CD I ever got was a burned mix of Clean M and M songs that my brother gave me for <laughs> Christmas, and. I do I still remember it was it was in like a like a fucking like one of those yellow, yellow or uh, orange like see-through kind of cases. Oh, sleeves, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and so like that was like where I really started because you know, I mean coming from, you know, Metro Detroit, it's like Eminem is like especially at that time was yeah. like the biggest shit, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, early 2000s growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that was the
0: shit. Yeah, but I mean, I got like I got music in my blood too. You know, yeah, my you dad know. my dad's been playing guitar damn near his whole life. My yeah. mom knows how to play the piano and shit and you
2: played the piano right for a little bit and then you quit
0: no i never i actually when i was little i did not want to take piano lessons and i wish i did
2: <laughs> yeah it would help Now i tried
0: playing guitar but i gave up
2: yeah <laughs> that's you just hard up, dog. you picked up right, that is hard you kept the music you kept the music tradition going in the family mm-hmm. um yeah so that that's dope that's dope um so let's let's talk about the internet and first off I think this is the first podcast. You've been on a bunch of podcasts, but this is the first podcast about you. And this is I think the first time you haven't introduced yourself as AKA Lil' Jetta <laughs> A.K.A. Pulled up know, in the
0: hatchback. AKA Lil Jetta A.K.A. Lil Jetpack A.K.A. pulled up in the hatchback. <laughs> so for people
2: wondering, that's who this is. This is the same Chris, the that Chris that's been on multiple podcasts. Probably my M V P of twenty sixteen last year. He was on a he was on a lot. So um
0: I'm gonna need that trophy. Yeah, he's y'all can mail it to <laughs> <that> me.
2: trophy. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So, the internet—that's the title. The internet.
0: Not the um, internet. How how fucking clever is that? I mean, come on, like the <laughs> internet. Uh, tell
2: tell us where the concept came from and what it is.
0: So, a lot of it stems from like you know, like this generation that we're living in is so like consumed by the internet and all. Anyone I like Twitter is like the main focus, like. If you're not on Twitter, you're probably talking about it at some point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's, like, everything. Like, internet culture, it's, like, a whole and like, community and culture in itself. It's really crazy. Um, but, like, just trying to, like, still, like, you know, remain, like, true within all that shit and still, like, learning about life and learning how to actually do, you know, going through actual life experiences outside of, like, this whole technology um te- technology induced like coma that the whole fucking society's in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like and I'm not saying I'm not knocking shit. I'm on Twitter all the fucking time. I can't deny it. And yeah. I'm always texting them on my phone like probably most of the day. So but I mean it's a useful tool but it's also poisonous. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: Yeah, okay. That's dope. And so Nick, um I'm gonna give you a chance to speak here. Uh let the let the listeners know I guess your contributions to the tape and uh just like your guys' guys's connection because you two work together a lot um you only appear on mm. two tracks essentially on the tape. yeah but, uh, a track and a skit um you guys are heavily involved right yeah with each other's work yeah
1: because he's you know he's always bouncing stuff off of me just like when I was working on my mixtape I'd always be hitting his phone or hitting his email like how does this sound what does this mixing sound like so basically it's just me being his other set of ears and uh you know sh- telling him what he can improve on or what's good and what he should keep doing you know what and, I mean?
2: And that's and that's dope. Like a lot of artists do that, and I think I'm I'm p- almost pretty sure every artist. I, I feel fairly confident saying that every artist like has other people that check their music and stuff for yeah, definitely when they put it out. And I think I think that's I think that's dope. I think it's a way of um, I think it's a great way of just getting different perspectives, fresh perspectives, and you know, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of the big artists do it. So, Chris, this tape and I want to make a statement about this tape. All right, so this this tape, this mixtape is the best thing from the 5A6 we've seen. You know, somewhere in the valley kind of raised the bar last year and that kind of set a it little off. bit, but yeah.
0: I mean a little bit. A little bit. Shout out wasn't, Nick Hill.
2: Was that
1: crazy? Oh wait, that's crazy.
0: me.
2: Yeah, but I mean no, seriously. I I got to say if anyone thinks that there is another project from the 5A6 that's better, they're just clowning themselves right now. Yeah. Like like you're just trying to protect your ego and I say that because I see the work you put in and just listening to the product this product is so wide in variety and it and the, the variety this how did that happen did that was that just you know the vibes bouncing around did you want to make it a wide variety or did you want to uh, or did or is that just kind of how it happened
0: well, yeah, and I mean, I kind of had that idea from the beginning was that, like, I wanted to use at least, like, I mean, because I'm always going to probably be bouncing around avenues, you know, because yeah. I, I like to work in a lot of different ways and do a lot of different things and different styles and, you know, that sort of thing. But I wanted to just, like, use this as being, like, my debut project, kind of, to, like, show, like, how that I am multifaceted with yeah. it and I, you know, and I'm, I have more than just one set idea. It's like, you know, you hear a Travis Scott song, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know right. you know what you're getting with everything, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing either because you know that's a persona, that's how you build, yeah. you know, your character. But who who says a character can't just have tons of different styles, tons of
2: different layers? I mean, like Mac Miller, I know he's one of your favorite rappers. Uh, All he time. said something. Yeah. He said something in an interview that I absolutely love, and I'm not even a Mac fan like that. But you know he he makes like he every album he makes is for a every new album he makes is is a new emotion. Yeah, like, really. You know he had. Uh, you know the dark shit like uh what was it called watching
0: uh, movies with the sound off and, and faces, faces. And, and delusional faces, Thomas, yeah. shit. yeah too. that was all really dark and then like good am and divine feminine are like super like you know yeah. upbeat and happy and yeah
2: and divine feminine is obviously all about love and everything like that and so you know i i thought that's dope and i think it's i think we're in this era now where you see all these artists doing all these different things so I I think it's cool that I think it's cool that you did that, especially for your first tape. Like, I I had always envisioned as a rapper that that would be the plan to just kind of this is your coming out party essentially, and you want to show that all the layers, all the aspects you can you can do at least at this point in your in your career, and so I I thought that was dope, and you kind of blend your styles a lot, like you 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 have a lot of lyricism on this on this tape. But you also you know you also have like the auto tune track and the you know and the and the you know the the like the new wave type sound and everything. So how do you balance that? Because I know I know your hip hop history. And, like I know that you mess with a, a lot of different artists. So is it kind of just like a melting pot? Like are you tr- are you consciously trying to balance like the lyricism with the uh, with the sauce, or are you just trying to make whatever's right? I mean,
0: I kind of like that. I feel like that's a good way to explain it because it's like i don't you know i love the trap sound i love the hard-hitting 808s and that sort of thing but i also like to you know branch off and this just really goes back into the whole multifaceted aspect is that like i kind of like to mix like the trap with like other shit too you know what i'm saying like i feel like even if i'm making like a banger like there's layers to it still you know what i'm saying it's not like it's just like on the surface like even like routine, like that's like the most turn up song, but there's just like a lot of like a lot of that has to do with like just how I actually like what actually goes on and how we live and shit like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like the so, routine, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. It really is routine. Like every fucking weekend, we're all together yeah, and shit. And all together, getting lit, doing whatever. You yeah, know. so, um, yeah, I don't, it's, I, I love, and like, I don't think that anything is too like crazy. Anything's like too on the side of like. I feel like that these beats, like especially the more hard hitting ones, I feel like they go together well too. There's a lot of um, guitar and piano, you know, yeah. like layers in the beats that you can hear behind it, you know. And so, like I don't know, I like blending that too with the yeah. track.
2: Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, I know since you blend a lot of piano and guitar riffs uh, on on the intro track, out the county, the outro track, of course, are some, and even like even like the dope horns, which I'll talk to because I got some tracks I want to talk to you about roundabout. You know, mm-hmm. Just all those different layers. Um, so so let's do that then. Let's go through a few of the tracks I wanted to talk about. So the intro track I think it I think it was a great opening. Uh like you said, it had the heavy guitar riffs and everything. Uh was that one of the first records you made or or how did that how did that come to you?
0: Um so the intro? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh that was like it was that was not one of the first songs made. It was probably roughly like halfway through the process um that was like one of the you know it took me a long time to decide if I wanted to extend it or do something else with it um but I've had that one, actually, for a, a pretty long time. I knew from the start that that was going to be the intro from the moment that I heard, like, the beat. I was like, this has to be specifically the intro. Right. It has that intro vibe. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, dreamy and, like, yeah. you know. I don't know. Like, I, I, there's just, like, a certain vibe to it. You know you have an intro vibe on certain songs. Yeah. Like, um, And so, and I thought that it was a good way to, uh like, kick off the tape. Because it's, like, it also, like, it's not too, it's, like, almost, like, a slow, more, like, uh. It's, it's a hard-hitting fucking beat, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, But it's not, like, it, it's, like, a good, That's a, I think that's a good blend of most of the different styles that I use on the tape. I think that pulls them all together kind of good. And, I mean, it really just sets the mood for how I go about it. And I think it just, it really, like, I, I tap into a lot of what I tap into on the entire project on that first track, you know what I'm saying? Right. It has a lot to do with, like,
2: it ties it it puts the theme out there like it really does it really does lay the foundation of the theme uh, and the concept of the mixtape
0: which is cool and i also didn't want to go too crazy deep conceptual with it considering this is like my first project you know there's a lot more that i could do yeah. so i didn't want to like get super deep with it because you know there gets to a point when you can start going super deep and you know conceptual with all your shit and like people will always be rocking with it but it's like if you go in a certain too far in a certain direction too early on then maybe people aren't going to catch on maybe
2: you'll lose some people yeah because i i know i know that you want to go deep because kendrick's your favorite artist ever right Mm
0: -hmm, absolutely yeah
2: so i know i know that you got that you got that conscious and that deep concept and you know that thought-provoking music in you but um yeah I, i wanted to talk about then the next track I want to talk about was Out the County. And I got two questions. This is kind of a two part question. So one, what made you decide to experiment with auto tune on this record spe- this record specifically? And with this being the only auto tune record on the tape, why did you choose to make it the lead single? Because, you know, it could have been it could have been misleading to people because, you know, mm-hmm, it wasn't. Thinking that I was gonna
0: thing. go in a different direction. Yeah. Um Well,
2: again, there's
0: many different styles on this tape, so that was just one that one. Okay, well, one reason was that was one of the earliest songs that I was the most sure about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it wasn't one that I was like going back and constantly adding shit and like doing this and doing that. You know, Um, so I you know I just it, it just felt right, I guess, at that time for me to drop that. You know, that was because I don't think that the auto tune. I don't think, it, I think it's used tastefully, you know, I don't think it really, like, it's, like, overpowering, and I don't think that it's too, like, you know, in your face or anything, I think right. that it, I think that it, it just, like, fit with the beat right, you know, and I'm, I'm sure it was just when I originally did it, because I don't, it was a long time ago that I actually recorded that, Um, you know, it must have just been uh, me fucking around, because, you know, I'm still learning right. logic and shit, so I was like, okay, well, now I just figured out how to do auto tune. Let's just see how it sounds on this. Yeah, you know you what I'm mixed saying? The
2: entire tape, right? Yeah. Except for one verse. Except for
0: Sino's verse. Yeah. So beginning to end, I mixed the entire thing all myself, which is a huge pain in the ass.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but it turned out it turned out great. Um, yeah, I think I think the auto tune. You know, I was listening to it a little bit again today, and I think the auto tune just blends really well with the guitar riffs and the chords. I agree. There. Yeah. And I think. But yeah, so it it was just kind of interesting to me that that was the lead single you chose. Um, you just said it was more like a confidence thing, like you knew that was going to no matter what be a record and right and, and yeah record. and I knew more that, than like and
0: good. yeah and I I mean it got a great reception. I'm at about a thousand plays in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, and let's talk let's talk the next the next track I wanted to hit was Breathe. Now this was, I think, one of your most personal, if not your most personal, record on here. Um, you know, between this and the outro. Uh, you you had this line that stuck out to me and it said, stuck in a twisted submission with selfishness when all that I wanted is to take what is mine. I work for the sums that I balance, a gift meets a curse and that sums up my talents. So talk about that I mean, it seems like it seems like there's like a real strong like duality and contrast in your rapping,
0: right. And so, this was actually the oldest song that I have on there. This was the first one to be written. Well, what first one to be written and one of the last to be recorded, which is kind of ironic. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That was the one where like if the if the mood wasn't right, it just wasn't coming out. Like I couldn't, I just couldn't. Like I've tri- I tried multiple times and like it just I couldn't get it right until like I was in a specific mood. That's how it is with recording. You know, like some days like you can just record and get a really shitty recording and come back to it the next day and be like spot on you know what I'm saying so um yeah but I mean a lot of it at the time I was like going to community college and I felt like I wasn't really like doing enough I was kind of just like in this state of like okay am am I just sitting here like fucking smoking weed with my friends all day like what am I really doing like type of thing you know what I'm saying um and you know I think that those lines alone really just like I think those are big like Key lines throughout this tape, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, and you know, the gift meets a curse thing is like, you know, that this rap shit, like, it's the best shit ever. It's my favorite thing to do, like, in the world, but it's really fucking a pain in the ass sometimes. And it really, it, you can get really discouraged, like, yeah. doing the shit, you know? There's so many downsides to doing it, too. And, like, I don't know. It's like, oh, you're a rapper. Like, people have, like, this persona about you that you, like, kind of like, you're not, like, a real musician. Like, yeah, yeah. you know Some what I'm cool saying? Shit. So it's like,
2: and there's that side of it that like everybody wants to be a rapper, but they don't look at you know the downsides of it, the right. frustration, the you know the the time the, it takes, the time, the, yeah,
0: yeah, and the the fucking walls that you run into trying to yeah. do certain I've things. I felt some sucks. of my
1: lowest lows while rapping, but also my highest highs. You know what I mean?
0: Like that's that's how I see it. Right, and that that's what's cool about it is that like you know you don't have to always be happy or always be sad to make good music. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I think that whatever mood that you're in, you can turn that into music and it can still, I think that it cohesively can work together because, you know, in reality, that's how it works. Like in a, in one day you can be happy, sad, mad, fucking in love, like have all these di- and all at different points in the day, you know what I'm saying? So I still think that it all works together very well.
2: I agree, I agree. Um, yeah, that was that was to me, I, I agree with you saying that it, it was one of the most standout lines on this entire tape. Um, I wanted to talk about the ro- the roundabout interlude because to me, that is a record that is pretty slept on. Um, it's your only interlude. You have two skits on the tape, but um, but this is the only interlude. Talk mm-hmm. about your approach to this record because when I first heard that beat, that is a very difficult beat to navigate between the heavy bass hits and the loud horns. Yeah,
0: it was... Uh, that I don't know, you know. I And it was when I was, like... That was actually one of the later things that I did. And I was, like, you know, getting to, like... Think, uh, I'm just sitting here, like, I need some sort of more, like, substance. I don't know. Originally, I kind of wanted it to be uh to, like, the second part to a song, like a two-part song type of thing. Right. But I think that in the end that it stands out on its own is just an it interlude does. is good. And I think and it's also like it I, the thing the specific reason I did it was cuz it's a good break from breathe which is probably the heaviest record on there to elevated yeah. which is one of the most like, you know, like up, hype, hype yeah. and uplifting and powerful.
2: Yeah. And so so yeah, so I I just man, that beat to me is insane. Like it like when I first heard it I had no clue how you were gonna rap over it. You know what, what kind of way you were gonna go with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, but I mentioned the skits. Uh, Let's let's talk about the skits because you actually got a funny story on one of the skits, right? Yeah,
0: Um, the Jo from Quinn Road skit is one hundred percent real, which is fucking hilarious. I think. Yeah. I was like, when I was in the early stages of the tape, I was just like, I'm like, dude, let's see what fucking voicemails I got. I was like, I wonder if I got any funny voicemails from the past couple of years or whatever. And I found that one. I'm like, dude, this is perfect. I'm like, I'm got, I, dude, I'm going to play off this so well. It was so, and, and it's really funny because that is like, if J.O. was a voicemail, that's him. Yeah. Which is <laughs> yeah. funny. Like, because that's literally how he acts all the time. Like, he's just always like, fucking, you know hype and always trying to get some shit done and trying to do shit like that and like I don't know. He just it's always and he's always like, you know, got so much fucking energy behind him and shit too. It's really funny. I love the fight I love how that turned out. I thought it was great.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought that was a, a very entertaining skit. Um and then and then Nick, you actually make an appearance on a skit called what is it called it's called Valley to the Valley the alley, right? to
1: the Alley. Yeah. And uh that one that one is a hundred percent fake but but it doesn't sound it because honestly I think I think skits can be used as like entertainment purposes, like right. acting kinda, so yeah. like and that's all it was and if if we didn't say that it was fake, people wouldn't know if it yeah. was fake or real, you know what I mean? right, so I mean,
0: yeah, no, and I think that that was you know, and that uh is a little hint towards something that maybe is happening this summer, maybe, just maybe. Maybe. Probably
1: not, but yeah, it is. Or
0: probably, allegedly, it's legit. Alleged. I heard
1: it through the grapevine.
0: You know, um, so we we, we ain't gonna we're not gonna to say too much about it, but we may just maybe just might
2: so there's have just a project something that in the form of a project
0: just form maybe
2: of, that mean can I be conf- can I confirm that it's music?
1: Uh, no, no, it might it might not. be a short film. It might be we might around. be selling oranges like somewhere. Out and of write like cras on the oranges in a valley or an alley? exactly, both, both
0: at the same time, okay, crack the code no, the actual no. secret is that we can teleport from valley's to alleys. yes, yeah. so but that's the only place you can uh, teleport, yeah. to. yeah, through voicemails actually.
1: we might have it's to cut anymore. that out of this because yeah, we that, we just reveal people the plot can't know that shit. secret,
2: all right, no, but uh, the skit is dope because it leads into reminisce the track that you're featured on Nick and yeah. Um, you know that that that's a great record. Like as soon as I heard it, I knew that was a Nick Keel record from the jump. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I knew that that was something he had to be on. And Chris, uh, I wanted to talk about your part first, and then I'll get into Nick's part. And you said uh, you said this is what again one of those lines that stuck out to me throughout the whole tape. One of your most powerful lines, and it says, "Trying to stay neutral, this country's two sided. Two pilots trying to fly the ship that all of us are riding. Now we." Racking up the mileage, but the papers go and deny it. Well, the haters keep to hating, and the liars keep to lying, and this line will keep dividing us from ever unifying. We the seeds of a new alliance, but no one else is compliant. Damn, so, <laughs> bars. bars, bars, dog. What'd you right, so, think of that? So talk about that shit. Uh,
0: well, I mean, as as you could probably guess, that was during the time of like the election, and when you know Trump was. Just like, you know, his campaign was going on and everything was just going crazy. And then, and it was like, you know, I, this was like me, me being 19, this is like the first election that I was actually a part of. Yeah. And so I really only started to give a shit now because like before I, what could I, I hadn't, I couldn't do anything yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you shouldn't even in high school like look at politics, but I just didn't because I just wasn't interested until yeah. now when it actually matters. Um, And I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's like that that goes back to, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter really at all. Like I don't support him. I don't like what he does, but I also don't want him to fail either. So like because if you want I I I've been saying this since the election too, wanting him to fail is like wanting the pilot to crash the ship that we're all on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like so it's just it it was just a that was just like a brief touch. That was the only time I touched on politics over the, you know, the whole record. And I think that, you know, right now that the only way that we can really deal with it if anybody you know like is like you got to get together with people it's like we're the seeds you know i'm saying we're the seeds of a new alliance like if we if you want something done then you got to do it you know i'm saying you can't just say you got to act
2: yeah i i agree and um you know this was this was a very polarizing election i'm just a few years older than you 21 but this was a very polarizing election like it seems like it it seems like it really galvanized our generation like in whichever way you voted, uh, I'm not here to talk the politics of it, but it seemed like, it seemed like the people that were for Trump were all for Trump. The people that were for Hillary were either all not really, Hillary. not yeah. really all for Hillary, but just against Trump. Yeah, no, you know? there were a lot of,
0: it was like, you either like Trump or you don't like Trump and you don't like Hillary, but you don't like Trump more than you don't like Hillary. Right. So you vote it for like Hillary. was like a lesser like, of two evils. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, it,
2: I, Which, for the record, was the side that I was on, but you know, it it doesn't really matter. I mean, the politics of it. I just thought it was a very, I just thought it was a very good analogy. One of your most powerful lines on there, um, the seeds of the new alliance, but no one is compliant. I, I, I really love that line, and that was that was probably mm-hmm. my favorite part of the record. And
0: you know, I think that the you know two pilots trying to fly the ship that all of us are riding. Now we're racking up the mileage, yeah. so it's like you know because like now all this shit, this shit's been going on and we're just, like, stepping on territory we don't need to step on. You know, with all these other countries and foreign relations and all that sort of shit.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, that, that was a rap genius type breakdown there. because you know, <laughs> There's there there actually more layers than I thought when I first heard the line, so mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad you broke that down, uh, your first rap genius breakdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, Nick, you more come in history. and you provide a different a a totally different perspective and i really i really like what you did in there um you know one of of my favorite lines of the tape also is from you when you say you know the um i forget exactly how it goes but it's uh i forget the line before it, but it's i like it more when i'm lost
1: yeah i say uh i don't believe that you were nailed on the cross i think i figured it out i like it more when i'm lost that's just me basically saying like ignorance is bliss sometimes like like when I didn't understand things, I felt like I was happier but once I like step back and see what's really happening, I'm like, whoa, like I actually like am thinking about this shit now and like you know it's crazy
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and so I I thought that was one of your better your better verses like that I've heard from you. I thought it was a great guest feature and then you tie it in again with the skit um, you kind of like a part two of the skit almost.
0: uh yeah, so well that was actually all <clears throat> the same. Voicemail, just just chopped, chopped up, chopped up, chopped up right. yeah, um, yeah, and I thought that that was a good way because like the whole song is kind of just like, it's like, literally like reminiscent, like you feel like you're just like you're like sitting there like in deep thought, like you know what I'm saying. That was kind of like what we were going for because like, I don't know, we've never even really gone that deep on tracks like that before, you know. Most of the track, like we've we've done a lot of different styles, which it was cool because this style was like. Almost like what we first started doing, like with High Since 98. High since 98. It yeah, was like and, uh, the
1: same vibe, like back then. Yeah, when,
0: and uh, Smoke Break, too. Those older songs, yeah. yeah. Um, and then as it went on, like with Task Force and...
1: Uh, every Time We Ride. Every Time ride, We Ride
0: and Pleasant View and, you know, all these other songs are more of like almost along along the lines of a trap type of So sound. we had to bring oh, it back, you know? Sound, bring yeah.
2: it back to the roots. Yeah. That's dope. Which
0: is why you don't even know what to expect for the alleged project-slash-short-film-slash-orange-stand that uh, we got cooking yeah, up right we now. we got a so. bunch of
1: oranges growing right now.
2: <laughs> All right, well, we'll get back to that in a second. Let's talk about the outro. Now, the outro, I could quote the whole damn thing, and, um, you <laughs> know, unfortunately, your shit's not Rap Genius, so I can't pull it up right now. But um, to me, that's your most lyrical track on the on the tape, and I think you really tie it, uh, tie it together. That's one of my favorite beats, too, I mean... You know the way the way that the beat switches up when you go. This is Detroit, balling like a piston. I know it's
0: it's very groovy. I love that shit. (laughs) Yeah, that 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 beat is uh, it's very jazzy. It's like I think it's one of the more like it's probably one of the like most slow and least energetic moments on the tape too but i think yeah. that for what it's worth and for like for an
2: outro you and for the way it. that it
0: works yeah i yeah. think that i mean i'm not saying like i i thought that big sean ending um his album with bigger than me which isn't a very like low cut song it's a pretty energetic song yeah. too i thought that worked so like i mean i guess it really all depends on what image you're going for yeah. and what specific and
2: the concept and yeah
0: and the con and the content of the rest of the music and right. how it's going to play off
2: yeah and i thought i thought that was um that was a great job of tying everything together so talk about talk about your your approach to writing that because you you obviously know it's going to be the outro so how do you how do you write that verse trying to connect all the dots that you that you made throughout this project that's very wide and variety well
0: what's actually the craziest that actually you know i honestly forgot about this till now that could have been one of the um craziest like them because like right before that like i what me me and, like, all the homies went through, like, some really crazy shit. Like, I don't really want – I'm not yeah. going to, like, speak on it too much, but it was just, like – it made us, like, step back and, like, reflect on a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, all of us together. Like, we just had, like, this experience that just didn't go very crazy well. Crazy like, moment. Yeah, yeah, very crazy moment. Um, And so, yeah, and it just kind of – that was the first thing I wrote after that happened because that was just, like, a very – I was in, like, this space, like, you know, just – like I was just so lost in my thoughts and like so deep into shit at the moment that like I don't know I think that that if that didn't happen I don't think that song would have been the same either. Really? So like yeah.
2: So like you you kind of almost accidentally tied tied everything together in the way in the way you wrote that then right because I mean you're not you, you're saying you you weren't even like thinking about you know trying to tie it in and everything you were yeah just, not just yeah, another verse, not right?
0: necessarily yeah it was just gonna be i mean i had a feeling it was gonna be the outro but i wasn't really i didn't think it would turn out to be exactly what it was you know right. what i'm saying when I, when I was working on it and i thought i fucking love how it turned out i thought it was great yeah I, I think
2: i i think my one of my favorite moments of the tape uh is the spoken word at the end the little mm-hmm. spoken word the half rap yeah, slash, it's like you know, it's only like five word.
0: lines and yeah i i felt like that uh I felt like that was needed there. I knew that I couldn't just end it. Like, I had to put something, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially with all the skits and other little random uh, tweaks that I did throughout the whole thing, you know?
2: Yeah. And so, now that we got, and um, not to intentionally leave out the bonus track, I just think that's, you know, that's that's just another track on there. Like, I didn't want to go track by track. And oh, yeah, no, totally. Long, um,
0: but I'll just actually, I'll, I'll give something quick real quick the bonus track the funny thing about that is that that was like mj's second song on soundcloud and i've always liked it and, and I, that will always be a htp classic yeah and that was one of his, that that i think that's one of his best songs ever and i was just like yo i need to remix this i was like i do, i have to he was like bet go ahead and he sent me the beat and everything and i just fucking oh that was like Did that, that was pretty early on too actually yeah
2: and so i want i wanted to ask um, where does Where does Chris Adams go from here? Do you have ideas or concepts or uh, ideas for concepts or new sounds that you want to work on for your next project, or are you just kind of open? Well,
0: yeah. I mean, as of right now, I'm kind of just staying open to whatever I decide to do in the long run. You know, because I'm 19 and shit changes every day. Right. Like shit happens every day. And there's so many experiences that we're having right now and so much shit we're going through and all yeah, this random shit. And, yeah, between yeah. college and our social lives and trying to do the rap, do our rap shit and still making money at the same time and while we're on the come up and shit. So like, you know, there's a lot of, there's always something going on. So like, I'm just going to kind of let fate take its course for the most part. I know that I do want to play with like song structure more, which you've encouraged me to do. Um Not saying that because, I mean, I did, I like, I I played with it a little bit on the internet, but a lot of them were structurally uh, the same almost. It was like first chorus, verse, chorus, and or chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse. Well, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing. I didn't really have any bridges or any really break offs or anything. Yeah, or two part songs. So, yeah, I want to play, yeah, I want to play a beat switches and two part songs and that sort of thing. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm hopefully I'll have another project out by the end of the year at least, but I know that, um, for the most part, I. another alleged thing is that um, in May, maybe. Possibly. Just fucking maybe. We just might. Early May. Early May. Maybe May 5th. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe my birthday. Maybe later. Maybe end of May. Maybe, who knows? Maybe. Um, we may have Smoke Break 2. Another show. Second show.
2: Can I break this as news on my podcast? It's a banger. As of right now, yes,
0: but... <laughs> don't, don't hold us, don't, um,
2: hold don't us to it. Oh, yeah, don't hold you accountable. Don't hold us to a, a date. Don't hold us to a date. are, are just non-existent yeah. anymore. Yeah. Those, those don't happen. So, yeah. These um, things don't matter anymore in hip hop. Well, yeah.
0: So <laughs> if we, uh, if we do that, everybody show up,
1: come show love. Yeah, because our last one was hype and everybody that didn't make it wish they would have.
0: And the people that were there had a fucking great time. Ask yeah. anybody. I bet your mom was there.
1: I bet your grandma was there. I bet she brought her dog. Her dog had a good ass time. Too. Hell yeah. We have free. Your child, kipples yeah. and bits, all that. You oh feel yeah, me?
0: well not free, but well yeah, we had to make a buck. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, we'll AKA bring your dog to AKA bring your dog to work day. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring your we'll bring your dog to work day. That's that's
2: my about to be my Twitter handle. Okay, um, so I gotta press you guys on on this. I got I got two more quick things. This and one other thing. So I gotta press you guys on this on this EP. Or whatever it is, this project, whatever. Mixed gimme give, give us something. Oranges, I don't know. G- all- give the <laughs> podcast something.
0: Go to Kroger and buy orange juice. It's about to be this crazy orange stand. We're about crazy to have Crazy Orange. Florida oranges. We'll have fresh squeezed juice. Whole
1: types of oranges. You want a liquid form? We got you.
0: But pro- we're gonna be we're gonna have approximately four to five oranges for you and uh, yeah. each orange will uh, be probably a bit different of a style of orange than the oranges that we've I would have sold to agree. before
1: so yeah. <laughs> i've 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 ate many oranges in my day <laughs> but these four or five are are definitely worth eating
0: and it, it uh, might be some oranges from our old tape and oranges from our new tape that we bring together to form or not our old tape, but his tape. Well, his tape is old news now, and my tape True. that just came out. And it may be relating the two, maybe the same orange genetics. Yeah, couldn't have said take that, that as myself. you will.
2: All right, my listeners will have to take that as well. I'm just as confused as you are, our listeners. All right, and one last thing you brought up but I wanted to hit, this is the last question before we end the podcast. Living downtown, you go to Wayne State. I do. How did living in Detroit and everything, because you're the only rapper from here that can legally claim Detroit. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, But, yeah, t- talk about, like, living there and how that maybe influenced your your so project, even college, too, if you want to tie that in. As yeah,
0: well. I live on campus at Wayne. I have a studio apartment that, like, is um, – it's, like, owned by the college, and it's paid for through the college type of thing. Right. Not, like, a regular apartment. So, it's, like, it's almost like a dorm, but it has a kitchen. And it's just, I mean, it's a little studio. It's not very big. But that was where the entire tape was recorded. I did everything there, except the Cino verse and next verse, too. Yeah, but um,
1: some at Julius's, too, right? Oh,
0: well, yeah, and some at Julius's, but it was still the same setup that I just brought over there. Oh, okay. um, yeah, but, uh, so, it was, um, <clears throat> it was really... It, it, it really helps put things into perspective. Like once I got there and I was like, okay, I mean, this is just now up to me. I don't like have, I don't have distractions. I don't have, or any of this other shit that could like, you know, prevent me from doing shit here, you know, in this area, just because right. this area, I love the Harrison township and I love the 586. I love the area, but fucking sucks sometimes. And yeah. people kind of suck and, a lot of the time there's nothing going on, which also sucks. Yeah. yeah. At least the winter.
1: We're making the the fun out of this place the most fun we can.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um so it was cool, you know, when I moved to Detroit that I just it was like a total change of scenery and it was like kind of like a kick in the ass like, you know, like I got to start like moving, you know right. what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, and I thought you did a clever job of like capturing both Detroit and and Harrison Township, the mm-hmm. 586.
0: Like, I i mean, at this point, I'll probably always be jumping back and forth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I i literally – I live – I, like, almost exactly halfway through the week, I'm back and forth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm
2: at You're almost 50-50. Yeah, almost
0: 50-50. So it's like I can't really – Represent one more one place more than the other at this right. point, you know what I'm and, saying? So, and,
2: and that's that's the thing too. Throughout this whole tape, like you make references to you know Detroit culture, and you make references to Harrison Township, mm-hmm. like oh, that. A lot of a lot of things are just gonna go over a lot of people's heads, right. quite frankly, because it's just you know, it's what, just like like so, yeah, uh, like you, you shout out your friends all the time on ro- here, rolling you know, them just like
0: things, rolling them sweets in the creek. Yep. I was like, like that, that was it. We was, we was rolling Swisher sweets in the creek that was our neighborhood little uh, smoke spot it was like this little patch of woods between some houses and shit that everybody used to chill in <laughs> built forts and shit back there oh, fucking yeah. smoked out of Pepsi cans it was tight
2: <laughs> fucking <laughs> 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 Yeah and, and that's that's dope I I think you did a good great job of like capturing of capturing both areas so that was interesting to me So there you have it guys the internet Chris go ahead and tell them how to get to that mixtape. How to check it out.
0: You can find me on SoundCloud at Chris Adams. All lowercase, no spaces, second A and Adams is a V. That is the same for my Twitter handle. Go F-M-O-T, follow me on Twitter. Actually, my Instagram the same, too. Damn, why I keep using the same name? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> uh, fucking, that's also my Gmail. Chris Adams, all lowercase, no spaces, second A and Adams is a V, at gmail.com. You actually have to type all that out, too. So That's complicated. I know. Okay, it's C H R I S, A D V M S. To put it in perspective, there you go. That's what it is. The
2: second A and M is a V. Yeah. Okay. And Nick, you're working on something too. I don't know if you want to talk about that now because it's in the early stages. But yeah, well, well how,
0: how, are the oranges ripe enough?
1: There, I don't know. There's a few that like have some bruises on them yet. I mean, already so like I don't know. But um, yeah, you a can. Yeah, a little bit. You can find my latest mixtape. Somewhere in the valley I dropped in October on SoundCloud, N I C K H E A L. Then my Twitter is at Heel Nick H E A L N I C K. And
0: while you're at it, go report uh at Nick Heel.
1: Yeah, yeah, report that report at Nick Heel on Twitter because he hasn't logged in since two thousand eight and he has one tweet and his profile picture is an egg, so I need that <laughs> handle. <laughs> ASAP. So please yeah, go report he doesn't it.
0: Use it yeah, so.
1: And then let me know that you reported it
2: and Screenshot you'll, the report. And maybe, American Psycho coming you'll soon. Maybe you get some uh, early oranges. Yeah. Okay, so you just broke might some there's some oranges and some American Psycho. American
1: Psycho coming soon. You can find that single on there too, but it's not that good. Mm-hmm. It's really bad actually.
2: Interesting. Interesting. So, you guys know where you can find me? I'm Chris Platy, the host of Strictly Hip Hop and Strictly Hoop Talk, my weekly podcast. I do a Strictly hoop talk episode, talk about NBA on Tuesdays, and then Thursdays I do a hip hop podcast, and sometimes I sprinkle in an extra podcast when I can. Just but like that, dude structurally on the meme, yeah. Just like that salt dude, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like when the fans don't think they got enough podcasts. <laughs> 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 sprinkle it on. Just sprinkle it I on the it. uploads, yeah, yeah. That's so, um, so yeah, so I do that. Uh, you can find all that on my Twitter at crispy eleven thirty two. C H R I S P Y eleven thirty two, and um, you know if that's too hard for you to remember, you can Google Chris Platty. Platty is called P L A T T E, mm-hmm. or spelled, not called, spelled. And um, if you ju- if you just search my name, the first three things that will come up are my Facebook profile, my podcast, and then my Twitter. And flex through there, you can find everything you need to know about me, all my podcasts, and so yeah. What, was that a, stunt. was yeah. that a flex? Was that a flex? Flex. Yeah, yeah,
0: Google me. I think, flex. I, I think you just flex. I said Has Google, Google um, me, bitch. bitch. Google me, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I still want to do this. So, um, Chris, wh- where did the eleven thirty two in your name come from? Because I think I have a pretty good idea, but the world I, uh, needs to I, know. I've,
2: yeah, the world needs to know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I might be axing that handle soon. I'm experimenting with some new stuff. Think about some new stuff because uh, people have told me that it's too hard to remember. But uh, I spell it out every damn podcast, so how you don't know by now. Yeah, it
0: might switch up uh, orange brands. But that's
2: (laughs) that's besides the point. So Crispy 1132, Crispy, C-H-R-I-S-P-Y, that came from my best friend's mom at the time when I was in third grade called me Crispy because my first name is Chris. My last name Platty starts with a P. That's where Crispy came from, and that's how she spelled it. And so I didn't like it. I hated it. And it kind of followed me in these randomly, random. In a very weird way, yeah. yeah. I got to high school, and I wasn't friends with that kid anymore. Uh, Not that I wasn't friends, we just didn't hang out or or really talk much anymore, just kind of drifted apart. And then I went, and then in high school, it started popping up again, and people started calling me that at the alternative school because I went to a broadcast separate school for, uh, for an advanced broadcast program. And they would call me Crispy there, but at, at my at my domain school, Lance Cruz High School, they would call me Platty. Mm-hmm. And so, so like somehow it just picked up there. I forget how. I believe the teacher started calling me that, and then, uh, then after I graduated high school and I started working at the pool, people started calling me that there, and I have no clue all how un- all unrelated to each all other. all unrelated, but funny. somehow yeah. happens. So yeah. the name, so kinda I just, just kind of stuck. stuck with it. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then, as far as the 1132 32 I grew up 2004, Rip Hamilton, favorite piston of all time, and... He even wanted
0: the face mask when he I was little. I wanted the face mask. ain't didn't even have a broken nose and wanted the face mask.
2: <laughs> my mom would not give me a face mask because my nose wasn't broken, and she wouldn't give me a cornrows because I was a tall, thin, white dude. So, <laughs> it just wouldn't have worked good, and I was like eight years old, and I couldn't, I didn't even have long enough hair for cornrows, but...
0: Walked in. Ready for those free will periods. Oh, my <laughs> lady Mama. said my hair was too short. <laughs> Aww. And so
2: the uh, so the 11 comes from, in middle school, I made the basketball team. And some dude took number 32. And I was really hurt because I really wanted 32. And so then I had to take another number. So I took 11. You ain't scrap I like that. Isaiah Thomas. I wanted to. I <laughs> wanted to scrap. 32 <laughs> is so important to me. And so then, you know, just kind of. Combined them. You know, people just think it's a lazy password a 1132, but no, it's my two favorite numbers from basketball. That's funny. I never thought of it that way either. Yeah. That it's just like 11 and 32. <laughs> so that's, that's where the name came from. Now that's probably going to be axed. And uh, that's how we'll conclude the podcast, guys. This is Strictly Hip Hop, Local Artists, episode, I believe, six. Not entirely sure on that. <laughs> gonna have to check the archives for the Local Artists series because it's been a minute since I've done one. But anyways, Chris Adams, The Internet. Chris, thank you for coming on. Nick, thank you for for coming on as well. Thank you. Slash letting me borrow your studio. Anytime. First time recording here.
1: Yep. Whenever you need it. I got it.